0: Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey you, and welcome back to the podcast. Today we're going to talk about the key to your weight loss and to having a reflection that you like. Because girl, I have been there and i'm sharing with you every single thing that i that i wish i'd had at that time at my fingertips i wish i had had a christian life coach for weight loss showing me how to just step into the truth and the boldness of my faith like never before so i could stop perpetually sabotaging my weight loss if you are struggling to lose weight even though you are inviting god in on the weight loss journey It could mean that it's time to look at your reflection and to ask yourself, am I reflecting God? So I know that sounds like a total weird thing for me to even ask or to tell you to ask yourself. So this is what I mean. Are you seeking righteousness in your choices in life while still teaming up with the unrighteous? Because therein lies the solution. Therein lies the answers to your problem. This is what I mean. Seeking God's help to strengthen you while you're still allowing, because that's what's happening, while you're still allowing yourself to watch all of the wrong Netflix shows, using all of the wrong language through the course of the day, thinking all of the wrong thoughts, and just leaning into and trusting your thoughts. Are you still doing this? Are you still hanging out with all of those those friends that you kind of know that maybe you shouldn't be hanging out with because maybe their beliefs entice you to do unrighteous things. If this sounds like anything that's going on in your life and you're struggling with weight loss, I want to share a scripture with you. Now, in this episode, I'm going to be sharing a host of scriptures and a host of powerful revelations that if you're a note-taking person and you really want to step into the boldness of your faith, like just harness God's grace, supernatural power to help you do what you can't do on your own, then you might want to take notes on today's episode. The first scripture that I'm going to read to you. Is 2nd Corinthians 6.14 through 7, 1. All right. This is what it says. <clears throat> and this is where Paul is talking to us and reminding us that we are a temple of the living God. And if you're interested, I have a whole podcast on that because the revelation that God showed me about being the temple was just powerful. All right, so let's let's hear this. 2 Corinthians 6.14, 7 through 1. Don't team up with those who are unbelievers. How can righteousness be a partner with wickedness? How can light live in darkness? What harmony can there be between Christ and the devil? How can a believer be a partner with an unbeliever? And what union can there be between God's temple and idols? For we are the temple of the living god as god said and this is god speaking in the word i will live in them and i will walk among them i will be their god and they will be my people therefore come out from amongst the unbelievers and separate yourselves from them says the lord don't touch Their filthy things, and I will welcome you, and I will be your father, and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. I mean, I think that's just profound and powerful. And God has gifted me with the craziest gift, and that is to be able to see scripture and to bring it to life for us, even in weight loss. So, this is how I want to unpack this for you. So, in the scripture that I just shared with you, paul is reminding us of who we are and of whose we are that we that we do in all ways that what we do in all ways even with regard to what we're eating and what we're not eating has an effect on our lives it has an entire reflect on every single component of our lives and as the temple of the holy spirit as you know the temple of the living god if you will you are to be holy, to separate yourself from the unrighteous. As the body, as the church, you have a responsibility, just like the scripture says to us, to be different. And I'm telling you, that is even in weight loss. When you're being enticed, and that's the operative word here, when you are being enticed to eat the wrong foods, maybe a food that you love and that isn't necessarily wrong, or you know, isn't necessarily bad, maybe just even the timing of it is bad, but when you are enticed to do this, you need to pause and you need to ask yourself a very powerful question. And this is where I would encourage you that if you're taking notes and you're stuck struggling to lose weight, ask yourself this question. How will this choice reflect on the God that I represent? Because that's the reflection we're talking about today. Ask yourself that question. How will this choice reflect on the God that I represent? Because you represent God. I mean, you reflect him. You are, oh, this is just so powerful to think about this, and I, I pray that you get it today. But you are the temple of the living God. And as the church, as the temple, you need to represent God in all of your choices. That's the pursuit of holiness. The church, you know, you, the, living, the, the temple of the living spirit, the temple, all of the things, the church, okay, so how I want to say this is the church is not just a physical building, okay? What we need to know is, it is you. It is not just where believers go. It is who we are. We are the church. We are the temple. God resides inside of you. He's always with you. So when faced with being enticed with a harmless food or an entertainment choice, ask yourself that powerful question. How will this choice reflect the God that I represent. And then guess what you do after that? You act. You act in accordance to how that choice is going to represent God, because you are a reflection of him. I want to highlight one of the verses that I read in the scripture, Second Corinthians 6, 17. And if you're taking notes, just jot that down. Therefore, come out from among the unbelievers and separate yourselves from them, says the Lord. So let's talk about how to do that, how to come out from the unbelievers and how to separate yourself. This is where I teach you how to be led in the spirit, how to follow the spirit's lead, even in weight loss. All right, we'll do that on the other side of this commercial break. All right, welcome back. So how do you do this? How do you separate from the world? How you separate from the world world means more than keeping your distance from the unrighteous food. It means more than that. It means keeping your distance, more than keeping your distance from unrighteous food, language, people, music, books, or even just the wrong timing of wrong foods. It means more than that. It's more than just keeping your distance. It means staying close to God. I teach my clients all of the time, and if you're taking notes, this is something I recommend you write down, to invest. I teach my clients to invest their time on the eternal versus spending it, dare I say, wasting it on the temporal. So you really need to have your focus be on God. So the quote again is, I teach my clients to invest their time on the eternal versus spending it on the temporal. Staying close to God needs to be a priority in your life. Not just a simple little phoned in prayer driving to work. Like, he needs to see that he is a priority in your life. And I'm here to tell you, as somebody who started prioritizing him, change, power, transformation happens when you step into right living, when you step into righteous living, staying close to God's, to God needs to be a, a priority in your life. Even, you know, even all the time, even when you're on vacation, because I have a lot of clients that will say this to me. Well, yeah, but you know what? I'm going on vacation. So I'm really, I'm going to let myself eat these things. I feel like God's telling me it's okay. I don't want to fool myself, all of these things. I need to talk to you about vacation. Let's pull over, park the car, stop and talk a minute about it. God needs to be your priority, even while you're on vacation. And even with, even while you're having a bad time especially while you're going through a difficult season or a busy season in your life. Why and how this matters. I'm going to give you two examples from my life. Um, <clears throat> and you know what? I just want you to know about this. When God's a priority in your life, even on vacation, even when you're in a busy season, even when you're going through a difficult time, it is where he builds your spiritual strength. He builds your spiritual muscles. So that way, when difficult, unexpected times come, you're strong. It's no different than working out in the gym and doing all of the things. And then when it comes time to be able to wear the outfit and do all, you're able. It's like This is where God taught me to trade the gym for him. And my transformation happened. When I started prioritizing him and seeking him first, I was able to be led by the spirit to actually follow the spirit. So let me give you these two examples. So the first example I have about, you know, seeking God and making him a priority in our lives so that he can, you know, the spirit from within is where you're, you're led from and where your strength comes from. So we started a remodel on our home a couple of years ago. And at that time, we demoed nearly half of the house. And my Bible time at that time could have been completely skipped, to be honest with you, as I focused on the temporal. And what I mean by this is, at that point in my life, where I was spending time with God first thing every single morning was in our den. And our den had to become all of a sudden our makeshift kitchen because our kitchen had been gutted and I needed a place to have all the dishes and have all the food and have the microwave and all the things. So that meant that where I normally sat every single morning and perfectly did my Bible, my quiet time, my one hour, 30 minutes to an hour of just seeking God, it was gone. It was uprooted. Like I no longer had a home to do this. We downsized to a smaller home when I quit my job in order to stay at home with my kids and to pursue Christian life coaching and the seekers method. When we did that, we had to downsize and do what we needed to do in order to, you know, be able to provide for our family. And so when that happened, I didn't have a place to do my Bible study anymore. My Bible time could have easily been skipped if I focused on the temporal, if I wasted right now because I was focused on how it was just a little bit hard. And the truth is that at that time, God was a priority in my life, and I was starting to see fruit of the transformation in my life that there was no way that I was going to break my commitment. That meant that. First and foremost, I was committed to him every single morning without regard to the condition of my house. I had to move my Bible study every single morning to wherever it was that our kitchen table was that day because we were replacing the hardwood floors on our entire first floor. So that meant, you know. For a while, our kitchen table was in the foyer. Then it was in the den. Then for a while, it was in the living room. And so my my Bible study time had to be in different places. For a while, we didn't have a table. (laughs) And I had to move a little makeshift desk into our bedroom at the foot of our bed. And that's where I did it every morning. I I moved my Bible study wherever our metaphorical kitchen table was. And I had to pack it up and tuck it away every single morning let me just tell you, this wasn't easy and it wasn't convenient, but I knew that I was absolutely nothing without God. So I'm going to give you the quick second example. Oh girl, I want to take a drink of water so bad, but I know it's awful while I'm recording. All right, so here's the second example. And this is why you should practice prioritizing Him. And when you prioritize him, he strengthened you. So the second one is where we went to Walt Disney World. It was our first time going just a couple of years ago while our house was demoed, ironically. <clears throat> it was our first time going to Walt Disney World and we were so excited to go. And a few days before we left to go, my husband's my husband's mom unexpectedly passed away. Completely shocked us, devastated us. We were ready to cancel the trip. You know, we didn't know up from down, right from wrong. I mean, you know, or days from nights, all the things. But we were encouraged by our family to keep our vacation plans. So we got on a plane. We went to Disney. We did the best that we could to just, you know, enjoy everything and make the best of it as we could. When we ad- When we arrived, when we arrived at Disney, and we walked into our hotel room, I saw just exactly how small our family suite was. And I'm just here to tell you, girl, it was so small. Like it was smaller than a freshman's a freshman's dorm room. We were sleeping in such tight quarters. Our room had a tiny little bathroom. You know, the bathroom actually was seemingly bigger than the whole room, but we had a small little bathroom for a family of five to share, little bunk beds all around for everybody to sleep in. And a tiny little table tucked in the corner. And I looked at it and I thought, you know what? I'm still going to be doing time with God every single morning, but where am I going to do it? And I had to get creative. And so what that meant was I had to actually get really creative and knew that my Bible time with God every morning was going to require some added effort. God was so worth it though. I didn't even care. So what I did was every single night while we were at Disney, every night before we went to bed, and I'm telling you every night we easily went to bed early because we were exhausted. You know how it is. If you've ever been to Disney, the pace at Disney will exhaust you. So every single night, everybody went to bed early or went to bed early And then as everybody was getting ready for bed, brushing their teeth, pajamas, all the things, I would totally prep my Bible study. I would pack up my backpack, lay out my tennis shoes, lay out my umbrella, lay out my raincoat because we were there during the rainiest time of all. And then every single morning, my alarm would go off at 4.30 a.m. I kept my schedule. And each morning, I got dressed in the dark and brushed my teeth in the dark and I would have to leave, you know, put my shoes on, grab my backpack. Everything was laid out for me. And then I would have to walk like a quarter of a mile through a little Disney wilderness <laughs> all the way to their lobby so that I could spend time with God. Why did I do this? A lot of people are like, girl, you're just on vacation. Like, why wouldn't you do th- Why would you do that to yourself? Well, why is because he's my oxygen. He's the air that I breathe i'm nothing without him i needed to be strong for my family because we were in a different season and they were incredibly confused by the joy of disney and the devastation and heartache of loss of their grandmother i do i didn't do what i did just to perpetually be strong against all of the famous disney you know ice cream swirls and all of those things that, you know what, that I couldn't even have and didn't even eat anyhow. I did it to be strong in the Lord because I know that he is where my strength comes from. To follow the Spirit's lead when my family needed patience and love and guidance the most. God was then and still is now the priority in my life and I'm going to give you the key to weight loss right now. So if you're taking notes, this is the part where you might want to lean in. If you want to lose weight, I encourage you to prioritize him because the key is being to, it, the key to being close to God is to prioritize him as your life and not to let your life to prioritize God. That's hopefully something that will encourage and inspire you. The key to resisting sin in this world means staying close to God. Even world, even when the world says to you, you know what, you're on vacation. Can't you just be on vacation from your Bible time too? And you know, my response is no. <laughs> I pack God re- with me and take him with me every single place that I go. There isn't any area of my life where he isn't a part of it. So if you want to step into spiritual strength to overcome physical weaknesses, then you must remember that you are the temple of the living God. You must pursue holiness and work hard to separate yourself from from anything that jeopardizes or that keeps you distant from God. Pursue maturing yourself in your faith. God has given you the resources to do this. He's given you the best resource, and that is the resource that you have in His Holy Spirit. Christ's Spirit will empower you, empower you to become just like Him because as Romans eight two says, you belong to Him. The power, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of God of sin and I add to that even in weight loss.